A brand is really something that just exists in the minds of your customer. It's not tangible. You can't just come up with certain colors or certain fonts. You can build the best product out there, but if people don't remember what brand it is, it doesn't matter how good the product is. Hello and welcome back to Indie Bites, the podcast where I speak to fellow indie hackers in 15 minutes or less. Today I'm joined by Marie NG, the founder of Llama Life, a to-do list app that helps you focus. Having taught herself how to code two years ago after a career in branding, Marie did what everyone does when they learn to code. She built a to-do list app. But with her branding background and quirky new angle on a productivity app, she's made it work. From a solo indie project to now raising a 690k pre-seed round, Marie is making her entrepreneurial dream happen. In this episode, we talk about why indie hackers should care about branding and exactly how they can do it, along with a chat about building with ADHD and raising funds as an indie. Now, you might have noticed that I haven't published an episode in a few months. I went a bit too hard and I burnt out again. And since then, I've been procrastinating hard and putting barriers up to get this episode out. And honestly, without the support of today's sponsor, Ramen Club, I'm not sure how long it would have been before I published this episode. My friends in the Ramen Club Slack have been constantly supporting me to get this show out and giving me that little bit of accountability I need to press the publish button. And if you're wondering, what is Ramen Club? Well, it's a community of indie hackers and entrepreneurs designed to help you get to ramen profitability. But if you want to join me and my bootstrapper friends, head to ramenclub.so and use code IndieBytes to let Charlie know I sent you. Link is also in the show notes. Let's get into this episode. Marie, welcome to the pod. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me, James. So you've got a different background to a lot of indie hackers I speak to. Branding, advertising. How did you get into that? I just fell into branding and advertising. It was, you know, I'm living in Melbourne, Australia, and I really wanted to go overseas and work. So I was looking up different things I could do, different jobs that I could apply to. And I ended up applying for a company that focused very much on media and branding and advertising. It was the first job that I landed. So I I stuck with it and it ended up being a 10-year career and I learned so much stuff. And so Indie Hangers might be wondering, but what the hell is branding? Like that sounds like a really vague term. Yeah, branding's, it's an interesting thing. So it's its different to advertising. It's different to marketing, right? A brand is, it's not a very tangible thing. Mm. You know, a brand is not your logo. A brand is not your landing page or the color that you choose for fonts. That's not, that's not really a brand. A brand is really something that just exists in the minds of your customer, your consumer, right? It's not tangible. You can't just come up with certain colors or certain fonts. The way I like to think about it is, you know, if you think about a person, it's a little bit like, what is their personality? So a brand is, to me, is a, is a personality. When you think of a particular product, what personality comes to mind? Like what sort of feeling do you get? I think Nike is a good example because at its core, it's really a shoe company A lot of companies make shoes, but why would you choose the Nike brand over something else? And the reason is because, you know, when you think of Nike, you're inspired, right? You think Mm -hmm. of, you think of athletes overcoming some of their biggest challenges and it makes you want to do the same. And that, that is the power of that brand. If you took the brand away and you just had the shoe, it might be a good shoe, but you're paying extra because you're paying for this brand. You're paying for a personality and something that you're trying to aspire to yourself. It's interesting that it's this intangible feeling versus something like coding, which is very Mm. tangible and seeing how you make very linear progress. You build something and it actually comes up on a screen. And so I'm wondering 
how do people, indie hackers, go about learning branding? How do they put it into practice? You know, it's a completely different skill set, which is why, you know, we often see on Twitter, a lot of our indie hacker friends, there's always this talk about, are you doing coding week or are you doing marketing <laughs> week? And and in marketing week, that branding falls within that. But it's a good question. You know, you code something and you know straight away it's black or white if it worked yeah. or it didn't work. And you know that you have to fix something and you can also put metrics and analysis and coding so you can really track things over time, like you know what's working and what's not, how many customers have I got. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different mindset with branding. I actually haven't seen many courses on branding. I see courses on copywriting. That might be a good way into it. For me, I think the easiest way to learn is to just observe like pick a brand that you like, maybe think about an item of clothing that you're wearing. Why do you wear that piece of clothing? Think about the way that they market their product. A big thing about branding is making things very, very simple and being very, very consistent with the way you talk about the product, the way you write about the product, the way you do your design, all of that stuff factors into branding and the way something is presented to a customer. And if you keep it very consistent and very simple so the message even that you're trying to get across so some of this is marketing as well but it all feeds into how somebody feels about your product so i'll I'll give you an example with llama life so Mm. llama life is it's a productivity tool it is kind of like a to-do list but it is about helping people focus and the way it's designed it's meant to be a very fun simple tool And that is reflected throughout all of the branding, all of the product design. That's what I want people to think about when I think about Llama Life. It's calm, focused productivity, and it's very simple, and it's not overwhelming. So everything I do from a marketing perspective, when I write about the product, when I design the landing page, when I think about features, I want to make sure like it ticks all those boxes. It's kind of something in my head. Is this still simple? Is this still fun? They're kind of things I check all the time in my head to keep it consistent and that's what mm-hmm. makes that's what makes a good brand right it, the consistency that's super helpful and i wonder if indie hackers can then take a look at their own products and maybe write down how they want people to feel when they come across their brand how they maybe feel when they're looking at their landing page and their product mm-hmm. and their copywriting that's the that's the perfect exercise that's exactly what i have for llama life i've got sort of 10 statements you know it's fun it's not overwhelming etc just write those down. Think about them as personality statements or personality traits almost. Just make a list and everything you do, you should check it off against that list because you're always trying to communicate those things. So now we understand a little bit about what branding is. Why should indie hackers consider using this for their products? You can build the best product out there. You can build something that has a lot of features, but if people don't remember what brand it is, it doesn't matter how good the product is. But I think, you know, there's a lot of competing products as well. You know, productivity is the perfect example, right? It's a very crowded category. If there are products that are very similar, what might make you pick one product over another? It could be the brand. So it, it is a point of differentiation. I've recently gone through a fundraising round, but when I went through that, the brand was actually used as a point of differentiation. Mm. Not the only thing. It can't be the only thing, but... <laughs> When it comes down to it, if you have two identical products, you know, go back to the shoe example, Nike or Adidas, which one are you picking? Which brand Mm -hmm. do you feel more connected with? I think that's the key, connected with. 
both shoes might have the same kind of arch support, but which one do you feel more connected with? Mm. And I actually think Indies have quite a big advantage over competitors in their market where mm. they might not be able to compete on features necessarily because they've got a big team building it, but they can like really craft a brand to be whatever it wants because they don't have the bureaucracy of having to go through people they need to convince that this is what they should do with the brand. You can yep. just decide from yourself and have fun with it. And that's exactly what you've done with Llama Life. Hi there, it's James from The Edit. I just quickly wanted to say, if you're enjoying this conversation, there is an extended version of this chat that I've published on the Indie Feast membership, where we talked to Marie about her failed dog business, how you can do swag well, and how and why she learned to code in just a few months. I'll put the link to that in the show notes, but back to this episode. Marie, I love your app. It's cute, quirky, fun, and it works, right? It's it's focused on focus and all of these little things you've added to it make it really effective. But this to-do list app was sort of born out of your challenges with ADHD, right? That's right, yep. This is a very personal problem that I've been trying to solve for forever. I've been trying to find tools that I can use to help myself. And, you know, I had a few different ones that I'd been trying, but they none of them did exactly what I wanted. So that's how Llama Life was born. It was really about trying to solve my own problem and trying to build stuff that I just wanted to exist in other tools. I also really like doing design. So I wanted to design a productivity tool that felt a little bit more fun because a lot of them all feel the same. And I just wanted mine to have a bit more character and, you know, just lightheartedness to it. So as someone, as an entrepreneur with ADHD, like what are the challenges that you face and how does Llama Life address some of those for you? It presents itself differently in in, in different people. But one thing that's fairly consistent is that if you have a deadline to work towards, it really helps get your ass into gear. You know, Llama Life is really a play on that. So when you create a task, you set a timer it's not a stopwatch, right? It's a countdown timer. Yeah. So you say in advance, you can put aside any amount of time you want. It can be 10 minutes. It can be five if you want it, you know, a little extra pressure and it counts down. So the whole goal is to help you focus on one thing at a time and create, you know, a slight urgency in terms of getting that thing done because you can see the timer ticking down, but it does this in a fun way. So it's pressure, but it's kind of fun or good pressure. And I think design really, really factors into it because uh-huh. there's lots of Pomodoros and timers out there, but if it doesn't feel fun and engaging or rewarding to complete something, you might not come back. And that's what Llama Life's trying to achieve. The mechanism behind it, this timer, is pretty simple. Mm. You know, I've had a lot of people say to me, isn't this just a timer? I'm like, but you're missing the point. You know, yeah. a, a meditation app, they could say that's just a series of MP3s that have been categorized. That's not the point. The point is something like a Headspace or Calm.com, they've designed a whole experience around that. They make it easy, frictionless. It is engaging to use. So yes, at its core, it's a meditation app is just a list of MP3s. But, you know, we all know a product is much more than that. It's about the whole experience and And that's what Llama Life is too. It's not just the timer, it's the whole thing, right? How has it been designed to make you focus and keep coming back to it and to help you get through your to-do list? I really like that because uh, very often 
the it's, it's Parkinson's, Parkinson's law, right? That the work expands to fill mm-hmm. the amount of time you have or contract. And so very often, if I set myself any sort of arbitrary deadline right, and it's remarkable the amount of times I think I have work that will take me six hours that I do in two because I've set mm-hmm. myself like a midnight cut off deadline for editing a podcast or something. Marie, you've done the dirty on us indies. You've gone and raised funding. <laughs> What'd you do that for? Oh man, it. It's really hard. You know, you know, when I made the announcement on Twitter to say that I'd raised funds, I was so nervous yeah. about doing it because I'm like, all oh, my friends, I have a lot of indie <laughs> friends, are like, are they all going to disown me because I raised funds? But I think we make too much of a big deal about this. Really? There's kind of these, there's two paths, right? There's the bootstrapping path and there's the fundraising path, but there's no reason why one is better than the other. It, it's really about what is best for your particular situation and your particular product and your goals and you know if your goal is not to raise money and you just you want to build more of a lifestyle business and and really have like that work-life balance if you can do it the bootstrapping way that is ideal and that's originally what I was setting out to do Mm. but because I was building in public on Twitter the opportunity to raise funds it just presented itself and you know I've always been curious about going that path And it's right there in front of me. Like, why not take it? You know, I'm still young. I could, if I wanted to, I could bootstrap another business later, but I've been given a chance to do this now with Llama Life. I started to think about what could Llama Life be? You know, it could stay a small product if I was bootstrapping, but what could it be if I raised money for it? And the vision just got bigger. And I really thought, well, I've got a chance to have a shot at making this vision come true. There's a lot of people who are very much in one camp or the other. From doing this podcast, I've realized that raising is just another route and a lot of indies start out one way just like you and then the opportunity comes along and they weigh up the pros and cons and they go, actually, I do want to raise for that. I end every episode on three recommendations. So really quickly, a book, a podcast and an indie hacker, please. I'm going to recommend a book that is by one of my indie hacking friends. Her name is Kylie Smith. She just released a book called The Honest Guide to Indie Making. It's available on Kindle as well. So I listen to a podcast every day called, it's called T-Boy. It's T-B-O-Y and it stands for the best one yet. It's basically a tech podcast. It's two guys there. It's like a 15 minute thing and they go through tech news, but it's three stories a day and it's really well done, I think. And the Indie Hacker. Indie. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to recommend my friend, his name's, is not his real name, but his name's Carl Popper. He's working on a restaurant startup. So he's building tools for restaurant owners. His Twitter handle is at Pocalypse. Marie, thank you for joining. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Indie Bites. Marie really made me think hard about how I should be branding my products. And if you want to hear more from Marie, there is that extended episode on the Indie Feast membership. Links to everything discussed will be in the show notes as always. And if you want to join me and others in the friendliest bootstrapper community, try out Ramen Club and I'll see you next week or in the community.